0: Well, welcome once again to The Kitchen Table. I am Artic Eric, and you have found the podcast, Fika with Artic Eric. That wonderful word that stands for the freedom we have in Christ Jesus always. Amen. That's the freedom to know him more personally, more deeply, more intimately, on a moment-by-moment and daily basis. That is the freedom to hear His voice and to follow Him and the freedom to share Him with others. Listen, I know you have many things you do in your day and that makes it all the more uh, a joy for me that you're willing to take time and spend it here with me at the kitchen table. As we continue on the subject or the topic of deliverance, Uh, New Testament deliverance, the casting out of demons. If you've not listened to the prior parts, I really encourage you to do that because they do build upon one another. This is uh, the second half of the 13th part, and it has to do with the subject of preparation. And depending on how it goes, it looks like two more parts and we'll be done with this series uh, ending here uh, at the kitchen table. Okay, here we go. There are seven things I want to take up as points of preparation prior to uh, actually ministering deliverance, and these are a part of receiving freedom. Freedom from things that oppress or demonization. All right, here we go. And, And let me say this, that these things are a reminder both to you as you minister and are things that should be taken up with the person that you're going to minister to. Not in a hurry, taking time, allowing the Holy Spirit to work. Let's look first at the authority. Where do we get the authority to drive out or cast out demons in the name of Jesus? Well, first of all, in Luke 10, 17 to 20, verses 17 to 20, we see that the 70 returned with joy, that means more than just the twelve, but the 70. seventy. followers of Jesus returned with joy, saying, With excitement, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus said to them, I was watching Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall injure you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice. In that your names are recorded in heaven. Listen, we need a balance when we enter into this ministry because it is power encounters. It is a quote, other realm down here on earth. And we need to stay in balance to know it's no big thing that Jesus' name does what Jesus' name can and does do. Demons flee. But we're not to find excitement in that. We're not to rejoice in that. Of course, we can have a a, a sense of, of joy that a person has been set free. But the real issue is that we constantly and continually rejoice in the fact that we're children of God through capitulating, through surrender, through repentance, but above all through trusting Jesus Christ alone. And that causes our names to be written in heaven to be recorded in heaven but we have that authority and we're going to exercise that authority that's been given to us because it's all in the name of jesus may the lord help us to stay in balance and to stay focused upon the deliverer and not the deliverance action itself Okay, so that's authority. Now let's look at, at we could say, an ingredient that is necessary on both sides of this, both the minister and the one being ministered to, and it comes from James chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. It has to do with humility. But he gives a greater grace. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Submit, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Listen, the person you're praying for, they have to desire freedom, not just need freedom. They need to desire to to not walk in pride, but instead to humble themselves before the mighty hand of grace, to live a submitted, committed life before God, and to participate in resisting the devil as the ministry takes place. Third thing I will look at is look, we gotta be honest. Psalm thirty two says this. How blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How blessed is the man whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was drained away as with fever heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to thee, and my iniquity I did not hide. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you did forgive me the guilt of my sin. So listen, we go to God, both as the minister and the one being minister, with an open, pure, and honest heart before God. Otherwise, there will be a hindrance on the part of that person from receiving. So we want to uh, remove those hindrances through the both being reminded of the authority, the humility, the honesty, and then first John one nine and James five sixteen, there is the act of confession. We need to confess our sins, and then he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness james says therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so you may be healed the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much so we have the authority the humility the honesty the confession and the fifth point i want to make here in preparation to minister deliverance and to receive that ministry, comes from Proverbs 28 and Isaiah 55. It has to do with renunciation. He that covers his sins shall not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them shall have mercy. Let the wicked forsake his way and let the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and our God, for he will abundantly pardon. So there can't be any uh, hidden agenda. There can't be any hidden sin. It's confessed before God. It's out in the open. It has to do with being honest before God. And then we move into the sixth thing here, which is forgiveness. Hebrews 12:15. it says, See that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springing up causes trouble, and by it many defile. Listen, unforgiveness, as we all know, is a major, major hindrance in our lives overall, and in deliverance as well. We need to understand and desire that Christ, in his authority, that his name bring freedom in order to have a more intimate relationship with God, not freedom to do our own thing. That there is a true humility, openness, and honesty, confessing and renouncing, and sincerely forgiving those that the Holy Spirit brings to mind during the time together and then we know from joel in uh, my seventh point here joel 232 it's the call it says and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call cry out on the name of the lord shall be delivered shall be rescued shall be set free shall be saved through calling on the name of the Lord." For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Listen, it is God's desire that deliverance not only occur, but that that person remain free in the freedom which is in Christ Jesus. Okay, that's it for today. This was... uh, deliverance the second part of uh, the preparation which was the 13th part overall i do appreciate you being here with me i look forward to the next time we're here at the kitchen table and before i go i would like to pray for you right now father i ask you that your good perfect and acceptable will be done for in and through each listener today And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Good day.